Hi, I'm going to read Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part 17. If you haven't watched my other podcast episode, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part 16, go and check it out right now. Anyway, if you already watched my other podcast episode, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part 16, go and check it out. Let's continue on with the story. Make Harry get it. Get the post, Harry. Make Harry, make Doodly get it. Poke him with your smelling ting's stick, Doodly. Harry dodged the smelling ting's stick and went to get the post. Three things lay on the doormat. A postcard from Uncle... Vernon's sister, Marge, who was holidaying on the Islow, 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 which me if I said that right. It's spelled I-S-L-E or I-S-L-E. On the, I don't know what that one is. Wait, yeah, I'll just fill that out. Of white and brown, white, a brown envelope, envelope that looked like a bill, and a letter for Harry. Harry picked. It up and stared at it. His hope twangling, twang, twanging, twanging like a giant elastic band. No one ever in this in his whole life had written to him. Who would? How you? He had no friends, no other relatives. He didn't belong to the library, so he never even got rude notes asking for books back. Yet. Here it was, a letter addressed to plainly there could be no mistake. The letter said, on the front, the letter said, Mr. Mr. H. Potter, Mr. H. H. Dot Potter, the cupboard under the stairs, number four private drive, number four private drive, okay. The envelope was thick and heavy.
made of yellowish parchment and the address was written in emerald green ink. There was no stamp. Turning the envelope over, he had his hand trembling. Harry saw a purple wax seal bearing a coat of arms, a lion, an eagle, a badger and a snake surrounding the large H. Hurry up, boy, shouted Uncle Vernon from the kitchen. What are you doing? Checking for letter bombs? He chuckled at his own joke. Harry went back to the kitchen, still <coughs> staring at his letter. His hand had Uncle Vernon the bill and the postcard, sat down and slowly began to open the yellow envelope. Uncle Vernon whipped open the bill, snorted in disgust and flipped over the postcard. Marjors! Marge's ill, he informed on Pentunia. It's a funny whelk. Dad, said Julie suddenly. Dad, Harry's got something. Harry was on the point of unfolding his letter, which was written on the same heavy parchment as the envelope when it was jerked sharply out of his hand by Uncle Vernon. That's mine, said Harry, trying to snatch it back. Who'd be waiting, waiting to you, sneered Uncle Vernon. Shaking the letter open with one hand and glancing it and glancing, glancing, that glancing at it. His face went from red to green faster than a set of traffic lights. And didn't stop there. With seconds, the greenish white of old porridge. Pantunia, he gasped. Doodly, <coughs> doodly tried to grab the letter to read it, but Uncle Vernon held it high out of his reach. Uncle Pen Junior took it curiously 
and read the fir- and read the first line. <coughs> For a moment, it looked as though she might faint. She she clutched her throat and made a choking noise. Vernon, oh my goodness, Vernon! They stared at each other, seeming to have forgotten that Harry and Judy were still in the room. Judy wasn't used. To be ignored. Wait a minute. We are on page 38. Huh. Strange. Never mind. Okay. To be ignored. <coughs> he gave his father a sharp tap on the head with his Mellington stick. I want to read that letter, he said loudly. I want to read it, said Harry furiously, as it's mine. Get out of your booth, of you, quoted Uncle Vernon, stuffing the letter back inside its envelope. (coughs) Harry doesn't move. I want my letter, he shouted. Let me see it, demanded Doodley. Out, roared Uncle Vernon. And he took bo- both Harry, both Harry and Doodley by the scruffs of their necks and threw them into the do- and threw them into the hall, slamming the kitchen door behind them. Harry and Doodley properly, promptly, promptly and furious but silent fight over who would listen at the keyhole. Doodley won, so Harry, his glasses dangling from one ear, I think we played rock, paper, scissors, which one This in at the keyhole. Never mind. Okay. Lay flat on his stomach to listen. At the crack between the door and the floor. Vernon. On Pentumia was saying in a quivering voice. Look at the address. How can you possibly know where he sleeps? Do you know? Do you don't think they're watching the house? Watching, spying, might following us, muttered Uncle Vernon Ridley. But what shall we do? But what shall we do, Vernon? Shall we write back? Tell them 
we don't want Harry to, we don't want Harry could see Uncle Ron in shiny black shoes pantsing up and down the kitchen. No, he said finally. No, we will ignore it. If they don't get an answer, yes, that's the best. That's best. We won't do anything. But I'm not having one in the house, Pentunia. Didn't we swear when we when okay now I forgot where I was when he got back from work Uncle Vernon did something he'd never done before he visited Harry in his cupboard where's my letter said Harry The moment Uncle Vernon had squeezed through the door, who's writing to me? No one. It was addressed to you by mistake, said Uncle Vernon shortly. I have burned it. It was not a mistake, said Harry. It was not a mistake, said Harry angrily. It had my cupboard on it. Silence! Yelled Uncle Vernon. <coughs> and a couple of spiders fell from the ceiling. He took a few deep breaths. <coughs> and then forced his face into a smile. Which looked quite painful. Uh, yes, Harry. About the cupboard. About this cupboard. Your aunt and I have been thinking. You're really getting a bit of... A bit big for it. We think it might be nice if you move, if you move into Dubly Seconds second bed bedroom what is that Harry don't ask questions don't ask questions snapped his uncle take this stuff upstairs now the Dundee's house has four bedrooms one for Uncle Vernon and Pentunia and Aunt Pentunia one for visitors, usually Uncle Vernon's sister, Marge. One where Dudley slept, and one where Dudley kept all all the toys and things that wouldn't fit into his first bedroom. It only took Harry one trip upstairs 
to move everything. Move everything. He owned from the cupboard into his room. He sat down on the bed and stared around him. Nearly everything in here was broken. The month-old Cine, the kind camera, is it kind or is it sign? Shine camera was lying on the top of a small working tank. Doodly had once driven over next door's dog. In the corner was Doodly's first ever television set which he put his foot through when his favourite program had been cancelled. There was a large bird cage which had once ha held a parrot that Doodley had swapped had swapped at school for a real air whistle. The witch was up on herself with the end all bent because Doodley had sat on it. Our cells were full of books. They were the only things the room that as full they'd never been touched. From downstairs came came from downstairs came the sound of doodly falling at his mother. At his mother, mother, at his mother, and thrown his tortoise through the greenhouse roof, and he still didn't have his room back. How he was thinking about his time yesterday and bit. And bitterly washing 
he had opened the letter in the hall. Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia kept looking at each other darkly. When the post arrived, Uncle Vernon, who seemed to be crying to be nice to Harry, made doodly go and get it. I'm just going to stop there because this is a long book. We are on page 40 and in total there is skipping pages And thirty two pages. So bye.